episode 124 of Fired Up. Check us out at FiredUpSports.com. I'm Mike Letter. Joining me as always, Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, brother? What's going on? Not much, not much. Listen, I had, we obviously missed the show last week. Um, uh, I had this whole thing about how I was so intrigued about and so fascinated by this prisoner that escaped, and now none of it matters. He's caught. Everything's good. And we, it's, it's, it's in, it's like a week old now at this point. So, so he, he I, uh, he was caught after what would have been our, our show last week or? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I guess it was right before the Eagles game. Right. Cause he had the Eagles, uh, hoodie on. Right. Yeah. I think it maybe was Wednesday. I think ish. Give or take Wednesday or Thursday. Right. But I was so fascinated by it and I wanted to talk about it and. Now and there's nothing. I was just so fascinated how one guy can just outrun just like 500 law enforcement. I was I was impressed. I was very impressed. Should, the, the, I mean, the Eagles need a punt returner, right? It's so, true. Uh, it's true. You know, You're looking you might, for somebody to evade yeah. other human beings, and you right. want to get rid of Dylan in, you know, in, Covey. Dylan Covey is it Dylan or is that the Phillies guy? No, I think it's the Phillies guy. Isn't That's it? the Phillies guy. What's Britain, 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 Britain Covey? Okay, there you go. Yeah, we two two Coveys in the city, and they both suck. Yeah. Um. You know, we're we're totally against everything Britain, so England. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll throw we'll throw him in the in the in the uh, just fucking catch. We'll throw we'll throw him in we'll throw him, him in the uh, river, right? The yes, exactly. River. This year, yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, listen. Obviously, we couldn't, you couldn't talk birds last week. Um, they're two and zero though. And we can get into it, and it's been a long time. I feel like I should play this song twice. I'm not going to, but I feel like I should. We'll play it once. Let's get it started. Maybe we'll do it later. Maybe we'll do it later. Yeah, why did that start in the middle of it? I don't know what's going on. That was a, um, that was a fuck up by me. I, I, I was testing out the volume. I was testing out the volume before we went live here, and uh, I played through like 90% of the song apparently. But anyway, so uh, I want to talk a little bit about week one, um, kind of surprises, things that, you know, went wrong, you know, went right, whatever. Um, week one, uh, 25-20 victory over the Patriots. Um, it's, listen, uh, ugly wins better than a pretty loss, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Every single day of the week. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, I know we, hold, I know. before we started recording here, I, we, you asked about your audio. Turn your, can you turn your volume up a little bit? You are oh, a little low. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's better. Better? Okay. That's, yep, that's better. Okay. Yeah. Um so so the the game against the Patriots, I mean, obviously it was ugly, but they found a way to get the win. Um it's ugly outside. <laughs> to, it, rain. It, well, yeah, yeah, with rain. Um what's your kind of biggest takeaway and this obviously we don't know anything that happens in the in the uh in the in the Vikings game, but like coming out of week 1, what were your takeaways from the game? Um, I, you know, the game plan, I, I did not expect them to run the ball so much, um, early Especially on. with Kenneth Gainwell. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've been on record on the show saying, and even privately with you and Chris, I did not expect, you know, Ke- Kenneth Gainwell to have that many touches, especially early on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it hurts didn't look great, um, I guess just from watching the watching the the game, it just kind of really seemed like he was limited. Um, he kind of looked better than he did two years ago, but definitely nothing close to what he was last year. Um, a lot of short like 
passes, nothing nothing deep down the down the field. Um, I wonder if the weather played a factor in that, though. I, I'm wondering if the weather played a factor. I'm wondering... I'll, I'll tell you another theory after we get to the Vikings game. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, early on the defense looked, you know, they, they were playing well early on. Slay obviously got the pick six. Um, and then halftime came and things changed. And Bill Belichick, who, you know, obviously is one of the greatest, maybe the greatest head coach of all time, um, made adjustments, and Mac Jones looked like a different quarterback in the second half. Yep, um, he actually looked really good. <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think he necessarily stinks like a lot of people do, um, but he, I don't think he's like, you know, he looked like Tom Brady <laughs> or uh, in the second <laughs> right. half last week. So. No, I th- yeah, I don't think Mac Jones is awful. I think he's like a middle of the road, fifteenth best quarterback, maybe fifteenth right. or twentieth best quarterback in the league. Yeah, um, but he, you're right, he looked good in that second half. Um, so I don't know if it was something that the Eagles, you know, did, like if the Eagles didn't make adjustments to their adjustments or if he just played a good game. Um, and I think there is a little bit, and, and as we talk about the Vikings game, I think there is a little bit of like adjustments that the new coordinators are both going to have to kind of make as we go along here. Because like, like you said, the game plan week one, I was it just seemed very stale and not a lot of pizzazz. But maybe that's the... Maybe that's the weather playing a factor, but like it just nothing stood out to me. Like it seemed very like a bland offense, right? Like there wasn't much pop. Like you, we t- we've been talking all off season about how there's weapons all over the field. AJ Brown, um, Devontae Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard. I don't think had a single catch that game, or maybe he had one at the end of the game. But he did. Did he have no, a catch? I don't even know. If, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think he had a catch. He, had, he, he didn't I have think a he catch. Had two, two targets, I think. Right. Um. And uh, you know, Dodger Swift only has one carry all game. So, it, 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 the the it was, it was a very odd game plan to me week one. But again, they won. So I, that's really all that matters. And they made they made some adjustments and brought them into the Vikings uh, game. And you know, obviously with Gainwell being banged up, he didn't play. That opens the door for for Swift. But from this point on, Swift's your number one running back. I I mean, theoretically, yes. But I still think they're going to. This is just theory. I still think they're going to kind of take it week by week. Um, yeah. I think one week, and I think I said this. Uh, I said this to somebody else um, because obviously I haven't been able to talk about it yep. um, since the Eagles have started. But I, I was telling somebody uh, the other day. I just, I just think like one week it's going to be Gainwell, then it's going to be Swift, then it's going to be Gainwell, then it's going to be Penny, and then it's going to be. Swift for two weeks, and then it's going to be Canewell for two weeks, and then it's going to be Swift again. You know what I mean? I just think yeah. it's going to be a, a running back by committee. And I don't think that's an awful thing to do when you look at who the running backs are. Like, Gainwell, smaller body, already banged up. Swift has a history of injury. Penny has a history of injury. Right. Like, I, it, I was just tell, I was telling that same person, um, I think it was Friday. It was after the day after the game. It's, it's so funny, and I, I understand that these four guys – are making the same amount or a little bit less or whatever it was, what Sanders is making in Carolina, the 7.3. Right. But you just got rid of a guy who couldn't stay healthy for two guys that you brought in that can't stay healthy. Right. So it's, right. it's yeah. like the irony. Like, um, yeah, I, I look, look, Swift, Swift, when healthy, is one of the best backs in the league. We saw that the last three or four years he's been in the league. We saw that on Thursday. Um, I, 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 really, I really thought on Thursday they were going to, and I, I said this before the season started on the show. I really thought they were going to say, Jalen, we don't want you to run as much. Just 
we want to dump it off. That's why we brought Swift in. Um, and again, it's only been two games, but like we still, we still haven't seen that. Seen what him run or him dump the ball off? Dump the ball off. Because like I I, I did hear like the no, we don't want you to run argument, and I'm not calling Jalen Hurts a running quarterback. It's part of his game. Um, but it's it's also what makes him so great. It's what opens sure. up other things in the field. So if you take that part out of it and limit him from running the ball, I don't know if he's going to be as successful. No, no, no. I, I don't think they should take it out. I just don't think he should run 15 times a game, 20 times a game. I Limit that to 10. Right. Stop getting be- – you know, he gets hit pretty hard. Like, what's what's he been in his career? He misses two, three games the last two years. So, like yep. – you know, you're trying to save him. We were going into the playoffs worried about him, whether whether or not he's going to play. So, like, you know, you, you kind of have him. He he got hurt uh, right before the Dallas game. Didn't play see, against Dallas. Didn't play. No, nah, it was the, it wasn't the Bears game. The Bears game. I think he got hurt. No, no, I'm saying like he he got hurt, but he finished that game. Oh, and then right, right. the next week was the first game he didn't play, which was I against Dallas. Yeah, the, I forget who they played again after that. And then the final game of the season, oh, the Saints on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. didn't play against the Saints. Then he comes out, he has to play against against the Giants because you need to win that game to get the one seed. Comes out, plays. I guess I don't even know if he played the whole game. I don't remember, but it was over by halftime. And uh. And we were just we we're just like, oh man, I hope this guy's you know, obviously they had the, the bye, so like he was able to stay um, you know, he was able to rest for a week. But like that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't know if throwing this guy out there for twenty rushes a game and taking these hits is, you know, the best thing for him or the Eagles. Did you hear what Donovan said today? I saw something I was in the middle of reading it and something came up. So yeah, I, I don't I mean, I don't know how you quantify it, but he he said he talked to Hertz during that whole Ron after the injury or whatever, like I don't know if it was leading into the playoffs. I don't know when exactly he talked to him, but he was only like maybe sixty to seventy percent healthy. Right. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I and just played yeah. played through it. Yeah. So see, again, I don't know how you quantify how percent like much percent you are, but it's I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of want to get into that, but I want to do it after we um, recap the Vikings. Okay. So um, yeah, I, I week one wasn't great, but you know, um. Like 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 we keep saying, you know, a, a, an ugly win is better than a pretty loss. So, absolutely. And then they go. So they have a short week head into or the, the, their home opener against the Vikings, thirty four twenty eight. And listen, you're gonna have to. Well, I mean, I saw some highlights. I had my first hockey game of the season on Thursday night, so I only watched yep. the first half, um, the ugly half. Okay. And then after after my hockey game, I I, I looked at my phone. I was like thirty four to 12. what the hell happened? Um, yeah. I saw the Devontae Smith. Um, I saw Devontae Smith touchdown, the, the long 60-some yard or whatever it was. Um, and then I saw highlights of DeAndre Swift just absolutely going off. Um, what I guess the question I have is what did you think the biggest adjustment was from the first half to the second half? Was it just flat, like, running so, the ball? Um, so before, before we get into that, uh, do you remember the Super Bowl year um, they played against Dallas? They go to Dallas. It's maybe like two weeks before Thanksgiving. And it, it's an ugly first half by both teams. Mm-hmm. Like the Eagles are up like ten to six going in the half. That whole game I'm watching on Thursday, I'm like that. This game, this it's gonna be like that, where like the Eagles come out in the second half, and I don't even. I think they gave up three more points in the second half against Dallas that year, and they 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 won like thirty eight to ten or something. And I, the whole time I'm like I'm sitting here like I'm like I'm feeling that's gonna happen tonight. And they started the 37-9 They won that game. Okay, because so they gave up a field goal. Yeah, okay. I was off by one for both. I said yeah. 38-10. <laughs> yeah. um, 
so so uh yeah I, I i just obviously didn't happen that way but they definitely made adjustments going into the second half they out they, you know, they, they ran the ball there was one drive they ran for like 10 plays straight yeah. and uh you know um you say you saw the Devonte catch uh yeah i i mean they were able to control the clock really uh yeah. in the second half by running the ball it was a quick game it was over by 11 15 right like usually usually night games you know primetime games it's 11 30 11 45 they ran the hell out of the ball so uh yeah i mean i mean swift looked great um and then and then the vikings kind of made it like a comeback here like pretty late on um i think jefferson scored and hawkinson scored uh but yeah i, I mean overall they they looked a lot better in the second half than than obviously in the first half you know they, they kind of erupted a bit um did Hurts score both in the second half? Like, were both of his touchdowns? Um, no, I thought he scored one in the first. Did he not? Okay. I don't remember. Think. Um, yeah, I don't remember either. But he definitely scored one in the second, I believe. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he scored, he scored a, a second touchdown. Um, and then, uh, you know. Yeah, that, the, that yeah the, se- the second quarter, it was a one-yard uh, sneak. Yeah, the same thing. I believe it was the second, in the second half, he did the same thing. Uh, yeah, this is one-yard run, so I'm assuming that was a sneak, yeah. Third yeah. quarter. But um, yeah, they started to pull away, and and then they kind of let their, they kind of do do what they, you know, always do. Not not what they did last year, but the few years before, where you kind of let your foot off the gas a little bit, and you kind of let the Vikings make a bit of a comeback at the end, and uh, they they had just enough to pull it off. So, speaking of foot off the gas, see what Jonathan Gannon's up to in uh, Arizona. I'm sure we'll talk about that when we do against the yeah. spread, blowing a twenty point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> twenty point game or twenty one point, whatever it was. Um. But yeah, I mean, I guess again, the big storyline of this game, I feel like, was one that we talked about the DeAndre Swift just going off 181 yards, I think, uh, total uh, he had. Yeah. And then um, another game plan is like they. Uh, it's hard for me to use the word luck, but they just benefited from bad turnovers from the Vikings, especially the Ju- the Justin Jefferson touchback. Yeah. Because um, I mean, he scores that touchdown. How do you feel about that? Because I've seen that going around. It's been the rule for decades, so like, right. what, what are you gonna do? I mean, what? I I feel like it has to be the rule because if it's not, like, what's the alternative? Just give him the ball at the one yard line, give him the ball, right. give him a touchdown. Like at that point, everybody's just gonna be throwing the ball in the end zone, just hoping for the best. You know, like, like I've I've even people see, I've seen people say like it's not like what's a, what's a bad rule that makes sense? Like I don't even think it's a bad rule. Don't I don't think it's a bad football. rule either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hold on the football. Make it's sure. Make sure you're gonna thing. hit the pie line and you're gonna get there before reaching the ball over. Right. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in like baseball. Like if you don't want a guy to flip the bat, don't fucking give him the meatball. Exactly. Like, yeah. Right. You know, don't fumble the ball. Right. That's why I think the taunting rule in, in football is dumb. Like after you score a touchdown, you can't do all these excessive celebrations. It's like don't 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 let me score. But they, they've definitely let up on that a little bit. A little you bit. Like you can't do like like you can't twerk. But like, I don't really right. want to see a guy twerk. But like, um, I <laughs> no. Mean, but like, but like, don't you miss the days of like um, To and Chad Ocho Cinco? Like, they're the, you can't do those stuff. The, the things they did. Yeah, anymore. but you could do it more than you could four years ago. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, you yeah, just can't get right. up and get in a guy's face anymore. Which right. I, I'm fifty fifty. If it's against my team, I think they should throw the flag. If it's not, then they should. <laughs> but <laughs> love that. But no, like, I just don't know what the alternative is. Like, because again, if if that's if like if. If you're allowed to do that and like that's you just put the ball on the one yard line if it's a fumble, then like you're just gonna have guys just 
again, nonchalantly just trying to get the ball there yeah. with no no repercussion at all. It's it's kind of, it's kind of like that that famous like saying like if it's not broken don't fix it. Right. Like is it is it broken? Like I don't I don't think it is, but don't right. fumble and, football. You're the best right, in the league. And you know you know the thing that is just kind of annoying and I've never been somebody who says like the the national media is out to get Philadelphia because I think that's just a lazy argument. Sure. But it is kind of ironic that like the second the Philadelphia Eagles figured out a way to change the game Change, well, change the game in multiple ways, right? You have the QB sneak, the push rule. Right. Now everybody wants that out of the game. You have this fumble that happened against the, or, you know, for, that happened to benefit the Eagles. And now, oh, is it time to change it? It's a little convenient when they right. pick and choose what rules they want to sure. change. All of a sudden, sure. No, absolutely, I completely agree. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was gonna say something else. I forget. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it it was it, it was incur- an encouraging second half for the offense, I would say. Totally, totally. Man, defense led up a ton of points, but I feel like defense is They're kind also of the dead. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like that's that's three true. Of their starters are were, uh, were out, so yeah, but like how and much one I mean, of them got hurt? Yeah, it was, you know, Maddox. You can't really count on him playing seventeen right. games anyway. Like he's bound to get. Hurt. He's done for the year, I believe. Right? Did they announce yeah, that officially? Uh, I don't. Um, it's speculated. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Right, I don't yeah. think. That, I don't think they said he's out for the year, but they basically said he's going to be out for most of the year. Who? I mean, is it Sidney Brown's time to just slide in there? Listen, was that is that what Sirianni said today? How he does a good job with getting guys that can play multiple positions. Um, that's maybe what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean. I don't know. This dude, this dude, number 30, I've never, I don't even know who he is. His last name is Evans. He's starting at safety <laughs> for some odd reason. With Blankenship out, you still have this dude start, like, I don't know. If, if, I hate that whole thing where, like, the Eagles are so against, like, starting, like, like, they, they have to prove themselves every week. And it's like, if this dude just had, like, a stellar camp and looked like the best safety, him and Blankenship look like the two best safeties, just start them. Right, like I, I don't understand. Like we almost didn't start Carson Wentz; he was the number two overall pick. They had to, you know, wait for an injury to trade Bradford to, to, for them to start Wentz. Right, like, same thing it, with Miles Sanders; didn't start his right. rookie year. Like it, in just, in certain insane. circumstances, it, it can make sense. Like say say Malcolm Jenkins was still here, right? All right, fine. You right. want Sidney Brown to sit behind Malcolm Jenkins for a year or two? Fine, but you have nobody in front of in front of Brown. Like why not just play him? Right, I agree. Um. You know, but now it makes it harder because do you start like in my in my my what I want to see him start, but now it's like do you start him and Mingo? Mingo at the at the or Ringo? I'm sorry, I keep calling him Mingo. Ringo at the at the, at the Mingo is Mingo. somebody else, isn't there? Isn't there another player named Mingo? Is he college? There's a receiver in college. In or is he in the NFL? Now? I know. I know. He's, I know. There's a yeah. It's Carolina. Yup. Yup. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 Um, Just think of Ringo Star. Just Ringo Star. Right. There you go. Um, so I, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what they do. I, don't, I mean, I don't think they, they go out and get a guy this early. Like it's, it's way too early to do that. But Baker, you're, you're not on board the Buda well, Baker train. I, you know how I feel about Buda Baker. I wish they what's the deal with him? him. I saw they put him on IR. Is he like really hurt or is this a phantom injury until they trade him? Like, what's the deal? I don't think they want to trade him. Um, so I'm, I, I've read stuff today that said they're, they're not, they're encouraged to keep him. Okay. So, uh. Listen, that could be, you know, total smoke just to see yeah, themselves for now. Yeah, trying to get like, leverage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But listen, I, I, I just, I, I think if they were going to trade him, they would have done it already in the off season. I agree. But I mean, you rarely see players like that get. Yeah, but you rarely see players like that get traded in the middle of the season. Yeah, doesn't right, happen exactly. often. Yeah, exactly. And and again, they're two and zero, so I think they're just going to keep trying this and see if it works, exactly. see if it sticks. If they get desperate later on, maybe you make a move. Right. But, um, I I mean I, they're they're thin at linebacker too, right? Because you're 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 out with Nicobe Dean for a couple weeks. And I don't know when he's coming back. I don't know. Is he he's he ruled out for uh, next IR. Monday? I think he's on the they IR. put him on the IR. Oh, I believe so. So was that is that four so. weeks still four here? Weeks, out? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I didn't know they put him on the IR. All right. So he'll be out to what week six ish? I think maybe he'll return possibly. Two, three, four, five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that. I missed that. Um. I believe. They're, I mean, they're I'm, incredibly I'm thin. Sure. They're incredibly thin at linebacker. Because they said that it's going to be about a month, so I can't imagine them. Like, I think I read something saying that he was in the IR. If he's going to be out yeah. for four weeks, I can't imagine him not being on the IR. Right, it makes sense. Open up a roster spot. And then, yeah, yeah, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure Morrow came up. And Okay, that makes sense. I missed plays, that. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I know originally they just said multiple weeks. Um, I didn't right. see if they I, – I don't know if they said how long, but if it's four, IR makes sense. Um, but, again, it leaves, a, it leaves a giant hole. But if you can just – I mean, if you can just get to the quarterback, which they kind of struggle with against New England, I know – Jalen Carter had a ridiculous game against against New England. Um, he was just all over the place. Didn't really hit the quarterback all that often, or, or didn't. I don't, did they have any sacks? Maybe one against New England. Uh, her, uh, Carter had one. Okay, against the yeah. So I mean, but they didn't really get to him that much. Viking uh, Minnesota, they got the they got the Kirk a decent amount. Um, yeah. I, I think the offensive, or I think the defensive line so far has looked has looked pretty good, especially Jalen Carter. Like I'm, I know we're how excited we are for Carter, but he's he's been great. Yeah, of course. Um, Week one, they had Jordan Davis had a half a sack, and Jalen Carter had one. I don't know okay. who else had the other half with Davis, but uh, or may- no, I know Carter had one by himself. I was thinking maybe he had two halves, but uh, but yeah, no, no, Kirk. Um, they they did get to Kirk. They gave him a lot of pressure. Um, they made him fumble yeah. what twice. Was it, twice? it was at Dude, least ever, once. Ever since, ever since becoming a dad, I just don't have any kind of <laughs> any sort of brain whatsoever. I know um, that's brutal. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know it was at least once. It might have been twice. Yeah. they got to yeah. him. Yeah, we're doing a great job here. <laughs> we are. We are. Well, listen. I mean, the Thursday games are always tough to kind of come on here yeah. on Monday to talk about because it like it seems like it happened so long ago. Like when there's Sundays, it's still fresh in our minds here on Monday night. Right. Um, but I mean, I see. I'm looking at the stat board. It doesn't even have his fumbles or it fumbles. It just had. I mean, Kirk actually had a decent game. Three sixty four for four yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The second half, they really let up. They really put their foot off the gas. They took their foot off the gas. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, one thing I kind of want to transition to is we talk defensive line. How on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are we with the offensive line? Um, I mean. I think their offensive line is great. I really do. But I think it's also really good in part because of Jalen Hurts, too. His ability to get out of the pocket and, and throw the ball. Um, I think that plays a huge part what a lot of people don't like recognize. Um, he also helps the offensive line. Um, I mean, look, I was going to say this. I, I've already hinted at it twice about I wanted to talk about the Vikings, Vikings game before I got into this specific thing. And it kind of is it in part with the offensive line and Jalen Hurts. 
these guys we have to remember did not play in a pre in the preseason. Yep. Um, this is this is their preseason. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Sirianni after week one said uh, he's going to have to reevaluate next year. Yep. Whether or not he plays these guys in in the preseason, and I've been somebody who says the preseason means nothing. It's you know, it it it's these guys don't need it, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe maybe these guys do need a little bit to kind of get prepared to something. To, you need because right. like. You know, playing in practice is totally different than playing against actual opponents sure. at a right. high speed. Like, I, I think it's definitely needed. Um, I, yeah, I don't think I don't think Jalen Hurts necessarily needed it because I think he proved to See, us I last disagree. year. You think I he disagree. needed it? I think I think so far this season we're seeing what we would see in the preseason. Okay, I mean that's that, yeah, I kind of agree with that, but he just he just looks he just he just. And listen, off. I, I'm just not 100 percent sure. Right, I'm not 100 percent sure he's 100 percent healthy either. Like he doesn't. Well, that's a problem. If if that's if that's it, that's a problem that it, that he's right. that he'd be banged up this early because like could be totally he wrong. hasn't really taken any hits. Like what's what would he be banged up from? Maybe in training camp something happened where he's just not 100. percent I don't know. It's just a theory. There's nothing to back this. Um, I just I don't know. I it just seeing the guy he was two years ago. He was the guy. He was guy that his first read was always. It was always the first read. It always got him in trouble. He would not stretch the ball. He would not throw the ball down the field. He would, you know, he would run a lot before he would even think about throwing. And then last year he was the total opposite. It was first read's not there. All right, second or third, I'm gonna throw yep. the ball down the field. I'm gonna throw in the middle of the field. I'm gonna throw on the sidelines. I'm gonna get the ball down the field. I'm gonna throw it to AJ Brown, even though he's triple covered. Like we we saw a total 180. And I think so far this season we've seen a guy that's kind of in between that a little bit, like the guy he was two years ago and the guy he was last year. Um, and it just kind of seems like there were times, even like week two, like against the Vikings, like he's just sitting back there and sitting back there and sitting back there. And then there were videos coming out of Dallas Goddard week one wide open three different times, like, yeah. and he just won't get the ball to him. And the guy we saw last year was, you know, like I said, not – not picking his first read. So, like, what what is the issue? Like, the, the interception he threw the other night or uh, against Minnesota, like, that was his first read, and he threw it in double coverage, and it got picked. And is it's that like, the one to Devontae across the middle of the field? Yes. Yeah, got, yeah, it was, yeah, it was got, terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, um, now, here's where the, the, the preseason practice or the preseason thing kind of, I think, comes into factors. Other years it might not matter as much, but this year I think it did because you do have two brand-new coordinators. Like why not right. practice in a game scenario and learn with the coordinators? Like make sure everything's sure. going well. Like that's where I think it made sense to have to have these guys in preseason. That, and that's also something that I've not liked. And again, it's two two games. You know, yep. we can't we can't be too uh, too worried right now. No, nope. but like I don't like either thing that I'm seeing from either coordinator so far. Um, no, me neither. There's no creativity in the offense. Again, two agreed. Games. But there's no creativity in the offense. I don't really love the play calling. Um, you know, I, I'm fine with them running the ball. They they did it last year. That's how they won last year. It was they were boring games, and because they were up so big, and they had to run, the, you had to run the ball. But I, yeah, I'm just I'm just not moved yet by these by these this play calling. And then the defense, obviously letting up. You know, at least Gannon didn't let up. You know, as much as as much as we can't stand the guy, um, at least he didn't let up in the second half. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, 
Uh, listen, I'm I'm convinced defensive coordinators just suck in general. Like we went, we we hated Jim Schwartz when he was here. We wanted to move on. We got Jonathan Gannon. Hated Jonathan Gannon. Wanted to move on. And now we're already this this eye guy. We're like, all right, it's uh, we don't like it. <laughs> Figure something yeah. else out. I mean, listen, the the way the NFL now the, it was the last twenty years. It's we'll let you inside the twenties. We'll let you do whatever. Or I'm sorry, outside yeah. the twenties, we'll let you do whatever. But we're just not going to give up anything inside our twenties. And yep. Um, at least at least Schwartz was good at that somewhat. Um, and that's the kind of the Belichick way. Like Belichick, we saw it last night against Miami. Like, well, I'll let you get downfield, but you're not, you know, first and goal. Like, you're we're going to get your fourth and goal. And uh, well, how'd that work out for Belichick? Well, they last lost night. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm just saying. In general, that's it's his whole, you know. No, totally. Yeah, it's what the whole way of the NFL. The last, yeah. Right. It's the the last twenty five years of the NFL. Yep. So, um, the bend but don't break. Right. The the Jim Jim Johnson was yep. famous for that for yep. here. So you know, um, I I don't know. I just I just I'm not I'm not moved. I'm not moved yet, <laughs> and I'm not yeah. worried yet. I'm not. I'm also not worried. So, no, I'm not uh, worried either. Because like last year. It's hard for me to use the word sluggish because I think the week one against uh, Detroit last year, they put up like 30-some points and, and won. Yeah. But, like, we all felt like, oh, my gosh, th- this team isn't ready. Like, they, they almost lost the – they let the Lions score 30-some points on them. But, like, it, it seemed like it took them a little bit to kind of get the ball moving, right? Like, it's yeah. it took them a little while to get into a rhythm, especially, like, defensively. Like, I, I think I think they'll be fine. Like, we – he had an okay first game, Hassan Reddick, but like we haven't really seen last year's Hassan Reddick yet. Like when when that happens, watch out because like you line that up with with Jalen Carter and the the defensive line in general. Like I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Jordan Davis too. I think he looks he looks pretty good um, so far. But yeah, I I also think people have to remember too. This team is not going to be the same they were the same team they were last year. They're not sure. gonna, they're not going to break the sack record. They're not. You know they're going to get to the quarterback, but probably not as much as they did last year. They're they lost a lot of bodies on defense. They really sure. did. Big bodies yeah. too. Yep. Um, so like, it's it's they're they're not going to be that team where the second half comes every game where they're just up so big that it just you know Jalen gets to sit and like we get to run the ball and, and it gets a little boring and it, they're not going to be as good as they were last year in that sense. Um. But the only like positives I could see with them playing not great so far, at least it's now. At least it's not in that stretch where they play the Cowboys, the you know, um, uh, who else they play in that stretch? Cowboys, Chiefs, the Bills. You know that that uh, six or the, seven. The Bills are a mess right now. I'll be I mean, I know they just kicked the shit yeah. out of Vegas, but uh, I don't know. The the Bills are. But again, it's knows. the same. It's the same thing as the Eagles. Like like none of their starters played in the preseason. Week yeah, one. Like, not true. So, True, and, and yeah, in that stretch, they played the Dow- they played Dallas twice. They played the Chiefs, the Bills, uh, the Seahawks in there. I think. Yeah, it's see, it's, but I think when they play stretch. the Seahawks, that stretch kind of ends. Like, yeah, that's that's the beginning of like the easier, you know. Um, like, yeah, the I mean, beginning we, and end is 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 fairly easy, and then yeah, it's, when, it's the middle. Yeah, because when we broke down when we broke down the schedule, I think I have them winning every game until the bye, which is like week twelve. I think I have them go or 10. week ten. Yeah, I think I had them going nine and zero. Yeah. Like, cause the, the first half of the season, I I think is pretty easy. Yeah. Um. And 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 as as much as they've kind of struggled so far, I still think they're a top two team in the in the NFC. I really do. 
Uh, I th- uh, yeah, I think them and the Niners are definitely the top two. Um, now, seeing what you've seen so far, do you still feel 9-0? and or ten and zero, or whatever you had. Um, hold, let me check the schedule real quick. Let me check the schedule real quick because that might okay. that might sway my decision because I'm seeing things from different teams. Because and... I, I think right, I think week one is when. All right, it's week one, but going into week two and three, you kind of start to figure out like, okay, this team is good, this team is not good. Like, this player is good, this player is not really that good. Um, so I'm I'm just curious. Yeah, hold on, let me pull this up here. Uh, da, da, da. All right, so we have week three against the Bucks. Yes, still think that's a win. Week four against Washington. Yes, still think that's a win. Week five. Week five at Los Angeles. The Rams aren't as bad as they were last year. Um, going to the West Coast, I could see that being a loss. I think the Eagles are better than the Rams, so I still think I still think they'll, they can win that game. So I'm not going to say it's a loss, but I could see it being a loss. Um, week week six uh, at the Jets to win that game. Week seven against the against Miami. It's home against Miami on on Sunday Night Football. That's the Kelly Green game, by the way. Is it okay? I, I don't uh, know if that sways your decision. <laughs> well, Miami. I think Miami's really good. The only question is is Tua still upright at this point of the right. season? If Tua's upright and and he's still healthy, I, that could be a, the first loss. Um. And then they also play Washington Week Eight and Dallas Week Nine. Um, I just think they split against Dallas. I don't think Dallas sweeps them. So sure. you you either take Week Nine them winning or Week, you know what is it, twelve, fourteen, flip flop those those two games. But see, I right. could see a so, world where they go seven and two. I could also see a world where they go nine and zero. Okay, so what I've seen so far from the league, from the Eagles, I have them winning Monday night against the Bucks. Winning against the Commanders, winning against the Rams, winning against the Jets, winning against the Dolphins, and then they they blow it. They 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 go to Washington. No. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No. I think I think I think they split with Washington. They split with Dallas, and they beat New York twice. <laughs> I think the first loss they Washington, get is huh? At Commanders, yeah, at the Commanders. I think I personally Washington stinks. Like I. Uh, they're two and zero, right? I mean, they they barely yeah. beat the Cardinals, who stink, and then they probably should have lost to the to to Denver. Um, what did they what did they do this week? So them? they play they, they they beat Denver, but yeah, yeah, Denver uh, threw a hail mary at the end of the game. Yeah, but completed uh, it. Right, right. Should have gotten two point conversion. Yeah. Right, yeah, it was, it was the pass interference or holding, yeah, or whatever it was, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, but that, I, I mean, that's a coin flip at that point. I don't think it's so much that the Commanders win that game. I think the Eagles could lose that game. I okay. just, for some reason, I have it highlighted where I just think I, like. I mean, I feel like the last come out flat. No, I feel like the last handful of years, Washington's kind of had their number for whatever yeah, reason. Right. Um, and it's in Washington. It's yep. it, you know, it's it's a late October game. It's it's one of the three one o'clock games which they play Washington. Twice at one, two of the three are against Washington at one o'clock, and then I think that they, I don't, I just don't, I don't think they lose at home against the Cowboys. I really don't. So you have them eight and one heading into the bye. Yes, I do. Okay, eight and one heading into the bye, and then guess what? The Chiefs haven't done anything to impress me yet. Um, even though they, they, their offense, something's wrong with their offense. Um, the Bills so far have been 
face. Like, you know, one week they look great, or one week they look horrible, the next week they look great. What are they going to be when we get there? Um, yep. So, you know, I really I really think they can go 8-1 and one going into the bye. I do. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I just, the, the Washington loss is going to stick out like a sore yeah. thumb if that happens. Oh, what man. happened last year? They, uh, they, they were they were 8-0 going into the Washington team, and they lost. Is that what happened? At home, yeah. Um, oh, my God, Schwerber. His second? Oh, he just missed it. Did he? Uh, yeah. So they beat Detroit. They beat Minnesota. They beat Washington. They beat Jacksonville. They beat Arizona. They beat Dallas. Head into the bye. Beat Pittsburgh. Beat Houston. <laughs> yeah, week 10. They lost to the Commanders. They were 10, okay. They were 9-0. Yep. Yep. Um, well, no, they actually were eight now because they were on a bye before that. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah they're eight. Now. Yeah, so I was right, eight now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was the game that Watkins dropped the the easy touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then when Brandon Graham sacked or hit the late hit because he took a knee on Heineke. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. And then Heineke like celebrated like he did something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I just I just have a feeling it's going to be similar to that to what it was last year. It's just an ugly game. They're going to lose. You know that's the thing. They're going to lose one or two or three ugly games this year. Or, or, sure. And like and listen, know. it's hard. It's hard to win every game. Like you, sure. you don't go seventeen and zero. Division, especially against the division opponent. Sure. Man. You yeah. see them twice a year. We're going to beat them the first time, and Washington's going to look at that and say we're they're coming here. You know we're going to we're they're going to play them hard. Yeah. I hope I hope I hope they win every game. I'm I'm just saying. I just for some reason I have a feeling. I uh, listen. Your feelings, you know. Well, like, would we really be out. upset? Would we really be upset at eight and one? You yeah, know, well, no, 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 not right. at all. It's just like you expect the one against Dallas, Dallas or, Miami. Yeah. Like not expecting sure. it against Washington. No, I hear you. Um, I hear you. But all right, so uh, Monday night against the Bucks, we um. We are going to do our show Tuesday, right? Yes. That, that, okay, yep. we'll do it Tuesday instead of Monday, obviously. The game. So 7-15, this game. I kind of like it. Love I it. dig it. Love it. I dig I am, it. I am pro two-game two, two Monday nights. What's going on with that? Because like, I know the NFL's know. done it. I know the NFL's done it. Like, like Usually, it's the first week of the season. Yeah. But for whatever reason, this year, it's like week two and three. Both. Have, I don't know if it continues past it. that. It might, it might not. But like week two and three now have two games Monday night. I'm I, I'm all for it. I like it Me too, because seven fifteen game where the game's over by ten thirty instead of eleven thirty. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm I'm on board with that. I hear you. Um. So how how do we feel though? Uh, about the game. Um. Yeah. I, listen, I, I think the Bucks look better than what I expected them to. They really only lost Brady. You know, that Baker's guy. played pretty um, well. He's played pretty well. He's played pretty well. And I mean, and M- we'll Mike see, Evans. We'll Mike Evans. Sorry to cut you off. Mike Evans is on a mission right now. He's, he, dude. I mean, there have been people who told me that Mike Evans is is average. Like, I, I, I think that's insane. Walks, that's insane. walks into the hall of fame. Walks, crawls, walks. crawls. So crawls uh, into the hall of fame. <laughs> yeah, man, it's insane. He's gonna have another year where he's playing with a guy who's, you know, this is probably the second best quarterback he's ever had. So like, you know, that just tells uh, you, uh, uh, you know, a thousand yards. Him or Jameis? Who do, I mean, who, him or Jameis? Who, who do you like more? It's probably Baker. It's probably, probably yeah, probably probably. Um and listen, he didn't give him a contract, so he's he's motivated to kinda, you know, like sure. it's a contract year. He he wants to make his, his money, get his big deal. 
Uh, he's motivated. He looks really good. I mean, they're they're playing good. I don't think the Bucks are great, but they're playing better than I think people expected them to. So I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk on Monday night. But it's it's I agree. But it's kind of like it's kind of like what the Sixers you know tried to do in the playoffs last year, which worked for most of the games. Let the one guy do his thing, and you stop everybody else. Right? You can sure. let Mike Evans have ten catches for one hundred and twenty yards and a touchdown if Godwin has two catches for what's well, the thing you have and, to contain Godwin you know, if that happens yeah. that's what I'm you saying can't let them both, if, yeah, if you can't let them both go off right if like just like they did Justin Jefferson <laughs> went ballistic. 155 yeah. yards or whatever yeah. it was yeah yeah but they lost the game so yep. so uh I think I think that approach can work with Mike Evans and I think just I think JJ's the best receiver in the league he's sure hands down better than Mike Evans far better yep. um so there you can't you can successfully Stop the rest of this Bucks team and let Mike Evans be Mike Evans and still win the game. Um, so that's what that's what I'm kind of looking for them to do. It doesn't seem like the Bucks have much of a running game. Um, just just get to Baker, man. Just just make who him, is their running make back him now? Make him, uh, White, Rashad, Rashad, uh, Rashad White. White. I think his name is what? Yeah. yeah. Then what happened to Fournette? Is he out of the league? They let him go. Is he, is he anywhere? I don't believe so. I don't know. These running backs just have a shelf life of like twenty minutes, and then they're out. Yeah, I don't think Fournette's anywhere. Um, who knows? Maybe he's an Eagle soon. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, right? Yeah, he's probably he probably, he probably wants too much money for for what he is for. for oh, probably. Like. Yeah, I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure that's probably true. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm feeling confident for Monday night. Um, in Tampa, obviously. Uh... Wait, Saquon injured his ankle. Yeah, he's out like three weeks. I assume Fournette is uh, a free agent because the second the second article down here on Google, I just typed in Leonard Fournette it says top free agent uh, running back trade target and trade targets for Giants after Saquon Barkley injures ankle. So I yeah. guess he's a free agent, and they're going to say that maybe he could they, they could sign him. Yeah, fill in. Um, um, yeah, he, he hurt he hurt his ankle a little bit. He'll be out three weeks, but. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I didn't know that. But yeah, no, it's yeah, they really don't have much of a running game, uh, to answer your yep. original point. I, I think the Eagles win. I it's I I I don't I don't know if it's gonna be a pretty win like you know, we hope to to eventually see. I think the Bucks are, are good enough to hang in there. I think it'll be a hard fought game, but I think they come out with a win. I think it's gonna be a twenty seven twenty Eagles win. Twenty seven twenty okay. They win by a touchdown. I was gonna say like twenty three seventeen something twenty four seventeen something like that. Okay. All right. Um. Let's do some. Let's do some against the spread here. Yep. Um. You got your picks right. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'll start them off. So well, first off, last week you have a chance. Did the did the Saints the game Saints, start yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost over. Is it? That was the that was the seven fifteen game. It's almost over. I love that. Not even ten o'clock yet. You're saying it's almost over. It's the fourth quarter. What's the score? Thirteen to seven Saints. I mean, sorry, thirteen six. Thirteen six. Still, still. So how much time's left? Came twelve minutes. Okay, so you still had a lot of time left in that game. Yeah. But you have a chance to go five and zero oh on the week. No, I thought I lost the Packers. No, so the Packers won. Um, we I ended up changing up for all of us because Chris sent us a late um sent sent it to us late on Saturday, and he had he had the Packers plus one and a half. The line moved. So oh, the line moved late in the week. Um, so because he sent that to us late, I just, you know, okay. I 
grandfathered in for all of us and, and let us all kind of pick right. the Packers one and a half because uh, Chris did it. But so yeah, so we got that one and a half. Um, but yeah, it's you have a chance to go five and zero. Oh. I went three and two. Chris went four and one. So okay. a pretty good week for all of us, honestly. Yeah. So well, on the you have saw in the year so far. I'm four and six. You are five and four. Chris is six and four. Okay. Um. So week three, what do you got? I got uh. Listen, man. I I absolutely for some reason <laughs> I keep taking the away team. Uh, I got the Bills at the Commanders. Bills minus six and a half. Okay. Then I've got the and you know these division games. Love them too. Yep. Texans at Jags. Jags minus nine and a half. I think they come out swinging this week. You said Texans and Jags. Jags minus nine and a half. Yep. Okay. Then what? I've got what are you doing? What? Go. My. Did you hear my dog? My dog's barking right now for no reason. Literally no. right next to me, just looking at me and barking. So if no, uh, I didn't hear anything. Okay, well, you're I'm, going I'm sure to you guys can something. hear my cat every once yeah, in a while. Right. So. All right, so um, Jags minus nine and a half, okay. Then I got the Falcons at Lions. Lions minus four. I think Atlanta's such a fraud team. Uh, even a minus four? Lions minus four, yeah. Okay, I have it a minus three and a half. Okay, we could do three and a half. Oh, yeah, we could do three and a half, okay. It, I did this this morning, so it probably okay. Yeah, I did it. I did it like maybe four o'clock ish, so probably okay. moved. Um, yeah, minus three and a half. All right, over unders. Uh, I got the Chargers Vikings over fifty one and a half. Okay, I mean that's a big number, but both teams can yeah. can get that done for sure. I think I just think the 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 Vikings, both of these teams need a win. So yep, I just agreed. think they're both. It's going to be a shootout. Um, and then I got the Steelers Raiders. Over forty three and a half. I know with the Steelers it's a bit questionable, but you know, they could put up twenty, twenty, twenty three. Um and the Raiders the Raiders can score too, so it's a bit of a gamble, yep. but Yep, for sure. Hold on, I'm gonna talk amongst yourself for two seconds. I'm going yeah. with this dog outside. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So uh I don't I don't know what to talk about while Mike's not here. You know, this is this is uh pretty pretty lonely. The uh the Phillies are up seven to one. In the bottom of the ninth, three-two count, two outs. When I was a kid, all I wanted to do was be a baseball announcer. So this is this is my time to shine. All right, <laughs> what's up? I was I was just I was just telling everybody that when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was be a baseball announcer. So I was just announcing the, the Phillies game. What was going okay, on? You could you could you could continue announcing the Phillies game. So, yeah, when so, I let the so, dog in in about five minutes. So because um, she just would have kept barking there all night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, so so for mine, I have for, for my picks, I have the Broncos and Dolphins. I have the Dolphins minus six and a half. Um, again, we talked about it earlier. I think the Dolphins are just really, really, really good. I love um, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the Bears and the Chiefs. This line, I think, is nutty. I, the Bears stink. The Chiefs don't look great yet, though. But I have the Bears plus thirteen and a half. I think they keep that within wow. two touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Bears plus three. That's a lot of points. No, that's a lot of points to give, man. That's a lot okay. of points. Um, I have the same line as you with the the Falcons Lions. I have the Lions minus three and a half. Um, and then from over unders, I have the Bengals Rams. At some point, the Bengals offense is going to wake the fuck up. Over forty three and Let's a half. Hope. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, because I don't know what's wrong with their offense. Uh, I think Jamar Chase had like one catch for zero yards in the first half on Sunday. Yeah. It's brutal. Um, he so I've over. Crazy, though. He what? Yeah, he did. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. 
Um, so I have the over 43 and a half there. And then I have the Cowboys and Cardinals over 43. Cowboys offense has been kind of rolling. They might get 43 by themselves. And if they don't, the Cardinals only need a few points to get there. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yep. 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 Speaking of the Cardinals, um, and just absolutely blowing this game to the Giants. I, so I actually, in, in the Fired Up Survivor pool, I actually picked the Giants. So I was kind of sweating it out for the first three quarters. You and me both. I, I picked them in a different, in a, a separate, because um, I'm, I'm out of the Fired Up one, but uh, a separate Survivor pool. And I was... <laughs> I thought it was... A, I was, I thought I was, was getting, the... I was getting ready to send my money. <laughs> right. I thought it was the lock of the century. Like, yeah. they played as poorly as they did against Dallas week one. You're playing against the worst team in the league. How do you not... Just annihilate the them. Stink, man. I, the I know. Stink. I, yeah, I get that now, but like, they were competitive last year. What changed? If anything, I think the roster got better. I, you know, I, I, from watching that game, play calling was not impressive either. <laughs> no. Uh, they do they they had the ball inside the five, the first pl- first play. This was maybe three or four minutes left in the game. They're down by th- a touchdown. I think it was few minutes left in the game you have the best running back arguably the best running back in the league before he gets hurt or maybe there's like five minutes left you arguably have the best running back in the league a top three running back on the on the four they're inside the five on the four yard line they snap the ball incompletion all right second down in the shotgun snap the ball incompletion (laughs) it's third down snap the ball they go Run. to throw the ball. There's a flag. Okay. So three straight plays, you're inside the five with the best running back in the league. And they right. throw the ball. They say, Daniel Jones, you know what? We, we paid you money. 40 sheets a year, yeah. Go get it for us. Yeah. And what does he do? Almost blows it. They want to get a penalty that pushes them back, so they have to throw the ball now. And I have – I'm sitting here with – and that's when Barkey he caught the touchdown. Um, So essentially it worked out because he – Caught a touchdown, tied the game, and right. Um, and I have him in fantasy, so it was a second touchdown. Uh, so it worked out. Still, like, how do you just not run the ball inside the four on the right. four yard line? At least the once. best running back in the league. Yeah, right. All right, first and second, first down doesn't work. Fine. You want to try it on second down? Fine. Third down, like you're not you're not gonna lose five with Barkley. Like I don't know. Right. It's I mean Dable's supposed to be this great coach and. Yeah, I thought he was really good last year. He got a lot out of the team that I didn't think he would. But guess what? They don't have it this year. <laughs> no, <laughs> He's not, not yet. getting out of this year. Not yet. Yeah. No. Nope. Cuz I mean, you you lose 40 to nothing to Dallas and then you're down 20 to nothing in the first half to to Arizona. Right. And and now you lose your best player for 3 weeks. Yep. So Yep. That is true. Who do, who do they play this week? They play Thursday against uh the Niners. Oh my God! They're gonna get destroyed. Yeah, they're, they're gonna get destroyed get with destroyed. Barkley. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, also, like, how how did the the, the Cowboys just open this this season with this many like softballs? Like, I, I know the I know the Jets weren't supposed to be a softball. Rodgers goes down or whatever, and and isn't right. available. But like, you start with the Gi- Giants, then the Jets, and now they're playing the Cardinals week three. Yeah, I listen. It's it goes by schedule, man. It's you know. Yep. What you were last year in the standings, so you play this year in the standings. So, um, 
Yep. Do we we play we but we our division plays. I mean our yeah our division plays the West right yeah because we we play the Rams, the Cardinals, yeah. uh, the Seahawks and the, the Seahawks. The, uh, who's the last who's, team in that? Who's the last team out there? The Niners. Yes. Yeah. The Niners. Yep. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you look at it too, the Eagles kind of the first six or seven weeks are kind of kind of softballs too. <laughs> Maybe not. The oh yeah, teams, no, totally. The Patriots, who have a good defense, but still, the Patriots, Bucks, the Commanders, the Rams were putrid last year. You know. Yeah, but I, don't, I still don't think the Rams were as. Like, I don't think the Rams are as bad as they were last year. No, 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 they're not. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, compared to what they were last year, it's you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Is is when's Cooper Cup coming back? Um, was he on the IR? Did they put him? I think they put him on the IR. Uh, did to they? Start the season. I missed. I missed that too. To so start the season, until I think. week five at least. Yeah. Because they play. What do they play? Oh, they play in week five, so like, there's a chance that could be his first game. It's uh, Puka. I don't even know how to say his last. Yeah, name. I don't. I don't know either. Setting records Fif- though. He had 15 catches this week. It's a lot. It's a lot of catches. It's a lot of catches. It's a lot of catches. But guess what? If if anybody, if, if there's any quarterback to help his receivers, it's Matthew Stafford. Like, uh, sure, you know, helped. Um, uh, uh, Marvin Jones had three years with double digit touchdowns. I think it was with Stafford. Like, I mean, obviously Calvin's Calvin, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Golden Tate had a thirteen hundred yard year with with, with Stafford. Um. There's there's a couple more I can't think of off the top of my head, but you know. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean Stafford's a really good. I just Stafford I think is is above average. I I don't know sure. if he, I would use the word great. I think he's an above average quarterback who had a bad year last year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's kinda kinda yeah, the, what it is. The Cooper Cup two years ago had a historical year. So, yep. Um it, it's that discussion we probably could have won the discussion. MVP. I he didn't win the MVP, did he? Probably could have oh. though. Yeah. No. Probably the argument was there. Like that's how good of a year he had. I think. Yeah, of course. Almost, almost two thousand yards. Right. Um, uh, we we've had this discussion on the show with Chris before. Uh, the three of us. It's like, where, where does Stafford? Where do, where is he in the Hall of Fame? Because if you think about it, before Russell Wilson, his years in Denver, like you think, oh, Russell Wilson is probably a Hall of Famer, but they're the exact same quarterback, in like stat wise before Denver. Right. Um, like the year, like the year, the twenty twenty up to the twenty twenty one year, they were the same quarterback. They both have a Super Bowl, both throw for basically the same amount of yards, almost identical to touchdown. Like they are exactly the same, and it's so weird because you think Russell Wilson definitely a Hall of Fame. You know, pretty, pretty. I'm pretty sure he's a Hall of Famer, and then you think Stafford's like, eh. Well, they're both yeah, now. It's just kind of like, eh. yeah. I wonder why. Um, probably because one expectation like wasn't St- Stafford was a high pick, wasn't he? He's the number one pick. Yeah, number one pick. Whereas Russell Wilson was like a what fifth rounder, third. fourth or third rounder. Yeah. So, uh, but like when you look at Stafford, like the eye test doesn't tell me Hall of Fame. But then you just look at all like the yards he puts up and yeah, I, it's I think but, it's like, do you I take think it's into close. Consideration? Do you take into consideration how he got those yards? Like I don't think you can. But it's like all those yards come in. Like either slop time, like it's like Tony Romo, like all Tony Romo's stats are like slop time, like right, you know. Um, and he does it. Like he's really good late in the game, but like his defenses were, were so bad, and he was so bad that like he always had to come back at the end of the game. So it's like he did, but like you, is that a you good thing or a like, bad thing? <laughs> well, I don't know that it's a 
good thing or a bad thing. Like you just look at the the Lions teams that he had to play for, and those teams more often than not sucked. They were terrible. Great, you, could, you could argue he has a top ten greatest receiver ever. No, sure, yeah. No, I'm just talking about like the defense as a whole. Like the, the, he always had to oh, try sure. to come back from behind because the team around him, other than Calvin Johnson, that's sucked. what I'm saying. But but he yeah. also put himself in those positions too. So that's why I'm like, is it a good thing that he's known to be this guy late in games to always get back, or like, is it a bad thing to always, you know, have right. to win games late because? Obviously, your team sucked, but like you, you sucked in the first three quarters. Yeah, do play by play by the Phillies real quick while I let this dog inside. It's over. It's over. The Philly, yeah, the Phillies. I uh, do do post game then. Okay, <laughs> Phillies won. Um, they have a three and a half game lead for the top wild card spot. Um, yeah, so the Phillies win the series opener against the Braves seven to one. Kobe Kobe uh, did not get the save, but he got the final three outs. Rojas hit an opposite field homer, went one for four, was player of the game. Um, yeah, he just it just got over the wall though, so he didn't he did not crush it. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take that win over 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 Kyle Wright. Um, I think they have Strider tomorrow, and then somebody else on the last the last game of the series. So. Yeah. I mean, you had nothing else NFL talk about, right? We could kind of move us into transition to the Phillies, right? Yeah. Um. The only the real quick the only thing I was gonna say was um the Joe Burrow for MVP. I'm firing it in. You could probably get some crazy odds right now, because yeah, the the offense just doesn't look right. Yeah, I you know what? The other day, he, he so he has a commercial, and um, my wife was like, "Oh, that's Joe Burrow," and I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "All right, I see it." I'm like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Joe Burrow. So, no, Joe Burrow's great. I, I love Joe Burrow, but it's just for whatever reason. They're struggling right now. Also, too, can we can we stop? Can people stop? Call? It's like it's like when Christian McCaffrey came like was was um coming out uh, in the draft. Like everybody call him McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Like, yeah, everybody calls Joe Burrow Joe Burrows. Joe, really? Yeah, I dude, I for the and I haven't seen it until like two weeks ago. I never heard that. I see. I'm, it's kind. It's kind of like how everybody. It. It's kind of like how everybody called Alshon Jeffries. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so from from the time that Joe Burrow was like starting to become like a name in, in college football LSU from then up until two weeks ago. I've never heard anybody call him anything but Joe Burrow. I never Burrow. heard that either. And then two weeks ago, everybody's calling him Joe Burrows. There's got to be a joke. Like, it, it's it's a joke. It's got to be a joke. Not even a little bit. No. <laughs> That's the best part. Where did the S come from? That's a good question. Well, you just signed the contract. Yeah, I'm Joe Burrows now. Like I'm Joe Burrows, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um... So what? So what happened in the Phillies game? They won. Last I saw was seven one. What was the they won seven one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, are, are, are the Braves just like kind of mailing it in until playoffs? It's kind of what it seems like. Maybe. They're I mean, kind of they're, they're sitting gonna, players well, and. Well, no. Well. I don't know if they sent anybody tonight, but I know it's painful of games. They're starting see. to sit people let's and rest see, let's people. Let's see what, and, what the standings look like. I mean, they're probably so they, fifteen games up. Well, no, no, I'm just talking about the one seed. If they want, if they want to keep the one seed. Oh, is it them or the Dodgers? Or yeah, they're up four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're up four. Well, I don't know what the Dodgers. I, I guess the Dodgers played tonight. Um, but they are, I'm, I'm not sure what they've done or if they've played yet. But um, right now they're at four. The Atlanta's above four. Four games ahead for the one. Okay. Seed. So that's the only thing at this point that they're playing for. So I'm assuming they're still gonna try to win. Um, 
and then you have the Braves of the three seed, and then the wild cards of the Phillies, Diamondbacks, Braves. What did the Cubs do today? Um, I literally just had it up. Hold on. Ah, uh, they didn't play today. Oh, they didn't. No, the Diamondbacks also didn't. They did not play either. Okay. Yeah, so. So the Phillies are, what, three and a half games up of the Diamondbacks? Um, Before the win tonight, yes. So four games then. Correct. It, it'll be, the, tomorrow will be four. Yeah, tomorrow morning. What are the Diamondbacks doing tonight? They're, they're not playing either. Oh, they didn't play either. No. There's only a couple games on tonight. Right. So they, they just swept the Cubs off tonight, and then they go t- uh, two against the Giants at home. And then like, the Cubs, the Cubs obviously just got swept by the Diamondbacks. And then they're off tonight, and then they go. Then they play three against Pittsburgh. I think the Phillies are going to have some serious trouble making a run because of how bad their pitching is. But I'm not afraid of any potential wild card team that they could play in the first round. Let's say hypothetically, they lose. They they uh, bump down a spot. Are you afraid of the Braves? I mean the Brewers. I mean, uh, would they play the Brewers? If they go down a spot, right? No, I'm sorry, two spots. Sorry. Right, yeah. I, I don't think that'll happen, though. Um, and no, I'm not it really afraid of the Brewers. I'm not, I'm not really afraid of the Brewers either, no. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see a world where they don't, they're not the one, the number one wild card. But, right. Uh, and I then they play, they, uh, so if that happens, they play the second wild card, right? If they move to the three, they play. So if, no, if, if, they, if, they, if they stay at the one wild card spot. You're right. They play the second wild card spot, Correct. right? They're home. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 three game, three series, game home. series at home. Right. Yes. Yeah, I mean. So if it ended today, I, we'd play. We'd play the Diamondbacks for three. Right. Or best and of three. I'm not really afraid of the Diamondbacks. No, and also like, as as crazy as the like the Phillies pitching has been, I think there are a few teams that have that are in a playoff spot or close to a playoff spot that have had it worse. Honestly, think so. like, like who? The, the Cubs pitching has been really bad. The Reds steals steals been, been pretty great. good for them. Steals been pretty good for them. I mean, yeah, yeah, but so is Wheeler. Like Wheeler's been really good. No, sure, too. yeah, and yeah, that's fair. So, like, even, but even the bullpen, like, like they just got swept by the Diamondbacks. I mean, yeah. Um, obviously, Gallon is like a, a Cy Young candidate caliber. Like, yeah. Um, like, yeah, I just, I, I think there are a couple teams that have it worse than the Phillies. Not great. That's why I think they're. I think they're they're gonna win a wild card matchup because I'm not afraid of any of those wild card teams that they'll play. Yeah. But I just don't see. I mean, I know they beat the Braves tonight, but I don't see how they're gonna beat the Braves, the Dodgers. Sure. You know, in deep in the playoffs with the pitch with their pitching, I just don't. And and I I I've seen people say it like, oh, in September last year they weren't their pitching was good, and then Nola came in in the playoffs and things just changed. We can't count on that either. No. Like I would nope. not count on like, oh, let's just make the playoffs and things will change. Like. No, we're, no, we're, yeah, we're, exactly. you know, we, uh, you know, it's that's that's a little that's a little too far. But uh, and I, I was more confident in the pitching last year than I than I am this year. I mean, I sure. like I don't I don't think that's like recency bias. I'm pretty sure that's how I felt. Like last year, I, I was fine with the pitching because like Nola, yeah, I, he still had his inconsistencies, but like it didn't last an entire season. Homers. Yeah. Right, and it didn't last an entire season. Like he he had good outings. Like he was pretty good last year for most of the season. Yeah, it was. It's it, his biggest thing is just the homers. That's really yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. 
Um, um, but now you're seeing the, the bullpen, like Sir Anthony, he's kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, Lorenzen's moving to the bullpen now because he's stunk the last handful of starts. Right. Um, Walker is an absolute wild card. You're either going to have a really good outing or an absolute dumpster fire from him. See, but I think I think you're better off having the good outing from him as long as the the lineup is hitting, because sure. he's a guy that we've seen all year. That's just that one inning, like that one inning he might give up three runs, but like the the lineup always hits for him. So I'm not saying let's go into the playoffs with that. Like, oh well, we'll just assume that the lineup will hit for him. I understand that, but also like everybody like and I, I think we've had this discussion uh, on the show like two weeks ago. It's like I don't know if I feel comfortable with Sanchez starting Game Three either, though. I yeah, like don't I know don't... that I feel comfortable with it, but I don't know that you have a choice. Let's say Ranger kind of finishes out the year that he's been pitching right now. Not great, but not like bad. Yeah, um, I want pitch. I want I want Ranger pitch starting a playoff game for me. Sure, be, just based off of the balls that he had last 100%, 100%, year. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yep. So I, I think nothing else based off that. nothing else. Yeah, right. I agree. Right. Um. So he he's I I've seen that discussion going around Twitter like. Who starts at game three if, if they get to game three? Um, and I just, I, it's the same thing as Bailey Falter last year. Like, Sanchez has been really good this year, but like, they didn't just throw Bailey Falter out there in the playoffs last year. Like, if it's okay, so if it's game three in a wild card series where it's do or die, give me Ranger because again, he's got correct. the balls of steel. If it's game three in a seven game series against uh, Braves, Dodger, whoever. Give me, I'll, I'll put Sanchez out there. Game three. Nah. No, nope. I'm I'm not even starting Sanchez at all. <sighs> Sanchez has been better than Walker though. He just has. I see. You know what? I think there's a lot to giving a veteran the chance. Like you have to give a veteran, especially if it's a seven game series. Let's say they're down, tied one one. Like going into game three. Like game three and four. Like. I'm I'm giving it to Walker and Ranger before I even think about Sanchez. I just I, I think, just am I just I no just, I, I get it I just think Walker is Walker's dangerous like he's uh, he's so volatile he just I, I don't I mean, know there's still, there's still some time for them to you know what, what do they have so they 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 finish out with the Braves then they come back home for the Mets back home with the Pirates and then they go to the Mets so he's got what two three more starts left. Right. Um, you know, let's let's kind of see how it, it play. It, you know, it kind of finishes out a bit. Um, sure. If he's if he's hot heading into the playoffs, then fine. Right. Sure, fine. Give him the ball. But I don't know. I I just I don't I I don't think the Phillies should reinvent the wheel either. Like, you know, like it's not like Sanchez has been Sandy Koufax either. Like, he's been good. He's got a what's he? He's got a mid three ERA, doesn't he? Does he not? Or a high uh, three? I don't know. Not sure. I don't have it in front of me. I'm looking it up right now. Honestly, you think I'd look that up? Sanchez has a three-four. I mean, that's my guess. It's probably the best on the team. Maybe behind, maybe behind uh, Wheeler. It is not the be- oh for starters. Um, so Nola's at four-six-two, Wheeler's at a three-seven, Walker's at a four-four. Is Lorenzen counted as a starter? He's going to be in the bullpen, so no, I guess not. Okay. But what? Why? Suarez, what's his? What's Lorenzen's? Four. Okay. 
Uh, Suarez is a three eight. So he out of your starters, Christopher Sanchez yeah, is sure. the best DRA. Yeah, by like. <laughs> I still, I still better than Hardly. Wheeler and Nola. By like. And and what was Walker's four point something? Point, like that's th- that's significant. Three. What was Walker's? Uh, four four. I'm not saying. Uh, I mean Walker, that's I, that's a sig. Oh no, Wheeler sure no. No, sure. I'd rather have Wheeler go than Sanchez. That's obvious, but you're talking about Sanchez for uh, over Walker or Walker versus uh, Walker over Sanchez. Nah, I'm still, like, I'm Sanchez still had the far better season than Walker. I mean, I wouldn't say the far better season. Walker's I mean, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I no, I understand. ERA is one specific stat, but that. Three point four to four point four is a pretty significant. Jump. It is no, it is. It absolutely is. I'm just saying, it's like you can't say that Walker or that Sanchez has had a better year than Walker because Walker's last three starts were terrible. Like he he still has 15 wins and like his ERA no, sure. was like yeah, no, sure. four the whole year until like two weeks ago. <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, I give I give Sanchez a lot of credit. I do like Sanchez. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't I don't know if I give him the ball to start a game in the playoffs. Like when, they didn't the, do it with so, Billy Falter last year. What are they gonna do with Sanchez? It's like Falter, you could argue probably had a better year going into the playoffs than Sanchez has. Yeah, but I'm kind of afraid they're gonna do something similar to Sanchez that they did with Falter, where he doesn't pitch at all for two or three weeks, and then they throw him in because they need him because they need an arm, yeah, they have now, nobody else, now, and then he's rusty as have, shit. But now they have two guys that ha- that can play in that role because they learned from last year. Strom, who's been a starter in this league, that can put sure. you two or three innings if he absolutely has to. And now Lorenzen. That's why yeah. they went out and got Lorenzen. We have yeah, a guy fair. that's flexible, that's been in the bullpen in the past. He's started in the past. And, you know, obviously before he moved to the bullpen this this um, time, you know, a more current current starter. Um, that's that's I really think they learned from that. They, they said we got to, you know, get those guys that are – flexible i the biggest the biggest mistake they made to me so far was at the deadline like they just i i said it the whole week leading up i don't think you were on that show i think you i forget where you were i think you were on vacation maybe um chris okay. and i did the show and it was it was the trade deadline the day of the of the day before the deadline and yeah i, said, I think the it was one, away, yep. the one thing that i want to see them do before four o'clock tomorrow or whatever time it was or six o'clock I want to see them get back end bullpen help because I don't want to put the rest of this season on Kimbrel because he's had a great year at that point, and I want to save him for the playoffs. And I just don't think that you could. And Hoffman's been great, but like you can't trust a guy like Hoffman or Alvarado to stay healthy. You can't trust Dominguez to come back, and he's going to be the Dominguez he was before the injury. Like you can't. And I just really wanted them to get a back end guy because they're cheaper to get, and they just couldn't do it. They just could not get a guy, and I just think. If they would have gotten another to help Kimbrel, um, um, you wouldn't have to see these guys that probably are never going to pitch in the playoffs anyway. You could right. definitely get them help where like you could take some pressure off of Kimbrel leading up to the playoffs so that he's still that guy and he's been shaky. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe the Phillies should hire me. <laughs> right. Well, listen, we're talking Walker versus Sanchez and. You know, once the three game series is over and you go to play either the Atlanta or the Dodgers, I'm just saying Tywin Walker against Atlanta has a six ERA and against the Dodgers has an eight point six four. I'm just saying it's it's dangerous, dangerous territory throwing Tywin Walker out there. 
Um, Christopher Sanchez, by the way, against the Braves is a 4.91. Much better than what – and he never played the Dodgers. He never pitched against the Dodgers. But what, far better what, than Tywin Walker's stats. What was Walker's against the Braves? Six. Six? Yeah. I understand. I, I get it. But also, like, how many starts is that for both? Um, 12 innings pitch for Walker, so I assume that's two starts. Yeah, two starts for Walker. In his career or is the Braves? Phillies? This, uh, this is just this year. Okay, okay. This is just this year. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Sanchez, that was one start. Se- uh, seven. Right. Seven and a third inning pitched, four in runs. I get it. I just think it's really hard to compare two games to, like, one. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, no, I know. I, I partially believe that as a joke. Especially, yeah, no, I know. Especially because the Braves would, like, rake. <laughs> like, sure, yeah. like Matt, dude, like it's crazy to me that Matt Olson just broke the home run single season home run record for the Braves when this team had arguably the second or best, whatever you want to consider him, the greatest home run hitter of all time. Right, <laughs> Hank Aaron. Like, yep. like uh, you know, it, it's it, it's that's and and do you know who had the record? It wasn't even Hank Aaron. Uh, who? A guy that should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Andrew Jones. Oh, okay. I was going to go chipper, but yeah, no, that 51. makes sense. Yeah, yep. It's just, it, you know. This, well, this, how many has Olsen hit? He's that many? 52. He hit 52. Wow, really? Last night? It's been that good. It's been that good. It's so hard. Like, I bet you his average is like 240. It, it sucks that he's a brave because he's actually a likable dude. I know. But like he's he's a brave, so you gotta he used you gotta to hate kill him. Kill it for Oakland too. Like yeah. that year, the year the year him and Hoskins came up, they came up at the same time, and it was like the rookies that were like, they were just they couldn't stop hitting homers. Him and Hoskins, the rookie year. Yep. He's hitting. Okay, his average is actually up, two seventy eight. Okay, two seventy eight, fifty two home runs. I mean, I'll take it. I will take it. And he's got one hundred twenty nine RBIs. Yeah, he. Dude, you know what? He actually might be in the MVP race. Um, I'd have to take a closer look at what his teammates are doing. Acuna. His teammates? What his teammate uh, Acuna right, right, is doing? Right, right. I got you. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I, I think Acuna is better, or I think Acuna is more deserving. I'm just saying MVP talks. Sure, Betts is up there too. Betts is having yeah, a stupid course. season. And Freeman. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the Braves in general are just nuts. Acuna, three thirty-seven, thirty-seven homers. 98 RBIs as a leadoff hitter. Um, where are the stolen bases? 66 stolen bases. That's where they'll get you. Um, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of stolen bases. So, um, real quick to, th- to to kind of switch gears a little bit, stick with the Phillies. Because uh, I didn't realize he was this close to it. I know he's had a pretty good season. Alec Bohm's going to break 100 RBIs. Is he? Pro- probably. He's at 91 right now. Yeah. So, he, he, with what? how many games left? 20? There, so, they have 15? Two, more, two more against the Braves. You, I'll, I'll count them out. You you count the actual games. I'll tell you what's left. Two okay. against the Braves. Uh, Three against the Mets. Four against the Mets, sorry. Um, Three against the Pirates and three against the Mets. So, that's like 13, 14? Yeah, I'm not, gonna, but, I'm not a math guy. Um, he should see, yeah, get four, it. fourteen games left to get nine RBIs. He should get. And it. I don't, I don't even know that that counts tonight. Did he get any tonight? I'll uh, look it up. Uh, Bohm has zero RBIs tonight. Okay, so 
So my go. thing with Bohm, could he should he get it? Sure, but would you be surprised if he didn't? Like, no, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised. But I will say but, this. But I didn't think he would be anywhere near 100 RBIs. Anywhere near. What? Yeah, I guess. Um, and the thing, the thing is, I know you're, I know you criticize like his power. If he had a little more power, he'd be there. He's only, he only, he's only hit oh, 17 absolutely. home runs. So he only hit 17 home runs so far. Right. Does he have three more in him? You think? To get the 20. Yeah. 14 games. I mean, the pace shows that he doesn't, but we'll see. Right. So uh, another another guy. He just, I think he hit his 45th home run tonight. Uh, uh Schwarber. Sure, sure is. Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kyle, go go yeah, ahead. Two, RB, two RBIs at home yep. run. Getting uh, your soapbox. Kyle Schwerber. He's going to yep. hit more, probably hit more home runs than he did last year. And guess what? Theoretically, yeah. He's probably going to break 100 RBIs. He's I mean, 90. if you're hitting 45 home runs, he's it at, should be a guarantee he's at, he's at to hit 100 90. RBIs. Well, he leads off, so it's not, I you know, still, it's still, that's not like, his fault. No, but you lead off one time a game. I just, I was just told that he stinks. So he stinks. Who's so. who told you he stinks? You did. I don't, I don't know. That don't say you never said it. Don't say you never said it. I have I it in writing. I don't know. Okay, if you have it in writing, that there's, <laughs> I definitely said that. Whether I meant it is a different. I don't. I, never, I can't wait. I never, to, all right. I didn't mean he. Hold on. I didn't mean he stunk. I what I really mean is he's the worst forty-five home run guy in the history That's of the sport. That's different, but that is different than saying that he stinks. You said he stinks multiple times. <laughs> I mean, he's got more he's, home runs than singles. <laughs> he's hitting one ninety-seven. How how crazy is it? He's got more home runs than singles. That is, that is as a leadoff. Man. How many singles? How is he how, tw- how twenty twenty-three is that? <laughs> how many singles does he have? Uh, he has. Uh, I don't. It gives me doubles and triples. Does give me singles? Me singles? No. I just heard that today on the on uh oh, okay. not the radio. Um, the pregame. Um, no, I don't think it gives me singles. Does it give you singles? No. He also how many hits? Broke, how many hits? Broke, how many hits does he have? 107, which is the most in his career. All right, so add up doubles, home, home runs, and triples, and subtract that by his hits. Yeah, it's too much work for me. All right, I mean, I'm sure I can so, figure it out at some point. So 17 doubles. Hold on, let's, one, let's hold, right, hold, so, hold, hold, hold. Let, let me let me pull this up here. We'll, we'll figure dude, this that, out. But that doesn't we're mean doing, that we're that doing real detective have, work. Yeah. What? We could, what? Well, I was just saying, it counts as homers too. I don't know. Four, 44 homers. Yeah. Four, 17 doubles. One triple. Oh, that's 62. 62. All right, so what? 107 minus, minus 62? 62. 45, home, 45 hits? 45 singles? Okay, so, so he tied even? He's tied. Right. <laughs> he must have hit a single tonight, or yesterday. That's funny. I don't know. That is kind of wild. It, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And at one point, it looked like he was going to you know, get over 200. He, I think he hit 200 at one point. What? Two hundred average. Oh yeah, he last week he was in the, he was like two hundred one or something. No, he's, he's back down under. He's one ninety seven. Yeah, but, but that was before tonight, right? And he hit, he had one home run tonight or two. I think he said he hit uh, two. One he had two two RBIs. Two okay. run homer. Okay, I mean, listen, 
It's a good season out of Kyle Schwarber. It's and I'm I'm done complaining about like him leaning off because yeah, the team wins and they get results. It's I listen. I I was I was totally with you. I I didn't think it was gonna work. I just thought you have Trey Turner, um, Bryce who's back. Other options. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who they just they both are the typical you know prototypical leadoff hitters. Both could do it, and. It's just they they win with Schwarber. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like they waited till June first to do it because they knew like, <laughs> Schwarber turns it on. Yeah, as soon as June hits. But, like, why can't it just be June all year round? Yeah, my birthday month. Everything's happening in June. Like yeah, it's the start of happen. summer. Yep, hockey starts soon. I can't wait for hockey. I was gonna. I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit, actually. Oh yeah, go ahead. I mean, we got um, like ten minutes. A few minutes before yeah. we wrap up here. Yeah. Um, the Flyers, man. They. Uh, so, what, 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 when does their season start? Like October third or fifth or something? Uh, it might be after that. I think it's like the seventh or eighth. What the fuck happened with Babcock? Oh, <laughs> so how familiar are you with, are you with the story? All I know is like he was looking through players' phones or something. So I thought it was the Team Canada stuff at first. No, it wasn't. So, okay. um. So the Spin Chickas podcast, Barstool podcast, obviously has former players Paul Vicenet and Ryan Whitney on it. They tell a story on their podcast last week about how a player told them a situation of Babcock so, saying. Before, before you get into this, so has Babcock even coached a game yet? Not a single game. He got, okay. he got hired. Right. He got hired back in July. Okay, go continue. Um, so he he was using this as an exercise, or so he you know said he was using this as an exercise to. Get to know the players, right? He would be, basically the way they described it on the podcast is he would basically pull, you know, have players pull up their phones, put it on like AirDrop or not AirDrop, yeah. put it on like a screen share, or whatever, put it up for everybody to see, and scrolling through their photo, their their their, their camera roll, and things like that. Um, and the players just felt super uncomfortable about it. Apparently, he's done this in Toronto and Detroit as well. Um, it just never really got out. The players, I guess, never really said anything. So they said that, and the entire hockey world goes nuts. I'll call them liars. They're, they're making this story up. Um, so it was a whole thing. The NHLPA did an investigation about it. Uh, Mike Babcock and Boone Jenner, who Paul Bissonnette, um, uh, his name is, he's, he's the one that said, you know, he did this too or whatever. So Boone Jenner came out and was like, it's, that's not really how it happened. It's overblown. I had no problem. It was, he's like, it was innocent. I could pull up the tweet if I, yeah. if I get a second. But it, Basically, it was innocent. Um, and then Johnny Gaudreau um, came out and was very outspoken about it because they had like um, they had uh, I don't know what they're called. If they're called summer meetings. They they or fall meetings. They had like a sure like a get together with like every team had a representative. And Johnny Gaudreau was the lone one um, for Columbus, so he had to answer questions and said, "No, it happened to me." He's like, "I'm I was fine." Um, it was innocent. He asked me about my family. I, I showed him some pictures, like, you know, my you know my newborn daughter, my wife, whatever. Um, so then NHLPA did a whole investigation about it. Um, and turns out, uh, basically, the younger players were off put it, but were thought thought it to be off putting. Okay. Um, this old guy in his fifties or sixties, uh, he's probably in his sixties now, I think. Um, is you know asking to show. Uh, yeah, asking to see pictures from his camera roll. Like it's just, it, it didn't. Go, and and he's kind of had a reputation for being a bully to the younger players. Sure. Um There's a story about Mitch Marner when he was in Toronto. Like, uh, are you familiar with that story, Mike Babcock and Mitch Marner in Toronto? I feel uh, like I've heard something. So 
Mike Babcock went to Mitch Marner and said, give me a list of players that, I forget the exact terminology, that are like lazy or like don't have a good work ethic. He's like, it's just between me and you. Uh, give me a list of like your top five players or whatever. Mike like Babcock gets or just in general? Teammates, teammates. Okay. His, his own teammates. Um, give me a list of your top five teammates that you think lazy, need a better work ethic, whatever. Writes his list, gives it to Babcock. Babcock shows the entire fucking team. His his list, so like that that whole dynamic would just be all between player to player, like so he, right. he and I mean uh, Mitch Marner's like twenty one year old, it's twenty year old, but like, I think he was a rookie. He was like coming into the league. Yeah. Um. See, like my thing, my thing with this whole like that whole my problem with that whole thing is like if you're trying to motivate your players who are in high school or I'm not saying look through their phones, but like that kind of thing where like like these guys. Like, like if you do it like high school kids or like college kids or, or 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 whatever it is to try to motivate them in a sense to be better at at you know whatever you're trying to get them to be better at, I get it, I guess. But like these guys make millions of dollars. This is their professional career. Like, I don't know. It, that kind of seems like a little overboard for me. Right. Both, so here. So instances. when if when it first happened, here's what the Columbus Blue Jackets released: two statements from Babcock and Boone Jenner. Babcock, um, while meeting with our players and staff, I asked them to share off their phones family pictures as part of the process of getting to know, getting to know them better. There was absolutely nothing more to it than that. The way this was portrayed on Spit and Chuck's podcast was a gross misrepresentation of those meetings and extremely offensive. These meetings have been very important and beneficial, not only for me, but for our players and staff as well. And to have them depicted like this is irresponsible and completely inaccurate. And then Boone Jenner's statement was, while meeting with Babs, he asked me about my family and where I'm from, my upcoming wedding, and hockey-related stuff. He he then asked if I had pictures of my family, and I was happy to share some with him. He showed me pictures of his family. Uh, Yeah, he showed me pictures of his family. I thought it was a great first meeting and a good way for us to start to build a a relationship. To have this blown out of proportion is truly disappointing. Yeah, but, like, like, if he, like... Just because he treats you that way doesn't mean he treated another player that exactly. way. Exactly, and that and that's what happened when they launched the investigation. Um, they found out that the younger players didn't have the same experience that veterans, you know, Boone Jenner and Johnny Gaudreau right. had. Sure. So I'm trying to see if I can pull up a clip of the, them actually telling me the story. Oh yeah, here it is. Hold on. Let me uh, hold on. Let me play this real quick. I'll share the screen. It's, it's them telling the actual story of how it happened. Uh, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I get a text from a, a player. He goes, have you heard what Babcock is up to again? And I'm like, no. So he gets to Columbus, and one of the first things he does is he calls in Boone Jenner, the captain of the team and he says let me see the photos in your phone i want to know the type of person you are what the f- is going on is that is that even legal I, I, it feels like it's totally I illegal get him on the podcast to grill him about his antics as a head coach like worry about the f- four check worry about your your, your personnel worry about getting the power play humming at an alarming rate. So you might have a chicken dicks chance of sneaking in a wild card spot. Why do you want to see throbbing dick pics from your captain <laughs> on his iPhone? I don't understand this. By the way, if I was going into one of these meetings, having heard all these stories prior, I'm putting on like Rocky quotes. 
<laughs> yeah, delete, 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 delete. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's funny. Then right, right as that piston that says like, well, no, I, see, I'm the complete opposite. I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna have you know close-ups of my bin staring yeah, them directly yeah. in the face. <laughs> um, but yeah, now that that and then that, you know the investigation came back that again the players felt you know off you know it just felt off about it and he ended up resigning. Um, so yeah, he uh, probably one of the shortest coaching tenures in the history of the sport. Yeah, didn't yeah. even coach a game. Yeah. I don't even know that he coached a practice to be honest. Well, he's definitely had meetings. Tell you that much. I had meetings. Yeah, I had meetings. I think camp starts this week or st- I think he just started. Okay. So maybe he coached a practice or two. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you hear that uh, really quick? Did you hear that story on uh, what's it? Uh, um, something. What's the Cote podcast? Knuckles. Uh, Nasty Knuckles. Yeah. Nasty Knuckles. Did you hear the story they said today or yesterday or whatever? No, I didn't. So uh, the the former trainer that is with uh, Cote um, basically said like I I, I don't I think they had Villalino on, and okay uh, Settlemeyer like that you're talking about Settlemeyer yes, yeah, yes 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 yeah Derek yeah. Settlemeyer so this was back when Hextall and Baruby were still here now he said like they get to Detroit it was like they played Monday night or something and they don't play till Wednesday they play Wednesday in Detroit so they they travel on after the game on Monday they get there you know they wake up on Tuesday they have at noon they have ice the ice time and um. He said, usually it's just like the younger players, the guys that don't play kind of get the ice time, and the other guys like work out. So uh, he said, he said, we get to the arena, and the fucking Red Wings are like on the ice. Like, we're getting, it's 11.55. Like, we have to get out there to practice. So uh, I guess, like he said, like Hexaw came in to, what's his name, the trainer? Uh, Derek Settlemeyer. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what Hexaw had like a nickname for him. Nasty. He, like, him... No, no. It Nast? was something else. And I know he goes by nasty Settlemeyer. Might, might be, it might be. I don't know. But uh, he he basically was like he like he's like yo like what's going on with that? He said I don't know. I'm the fucking trainer. Like I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's like why don't you go find out? So he's like I go up to the I go up to um, whoever Detroit's like whoever handles that. Um, yeah. He's like he's like we're supposed to get on the ice and like oh well, you have to talk to Babcock and uh, he's like Babcock comes out and now Baruby and Hexlaw are walking down the hallway and they're looking at me to say to him like listen you guys got to get off the ice so. Finally, like Hexall, like kind of like nudged Baruby to be like say something, and Baruby's like, "You got to get the fuck off the ice." And Babcock was basically was just like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen." And he was like, "He Babcock was like, you should you should have you should have worked that out better." And essentially, he was like, "We did. We scheduled it for twelve. We, you have right. five minutes to get off the ice." One thing led to another. Whatever. They eventually came off the ice. He the uh, the the trainer basically said like Babcock did not look Hexall or Baruby or him in the eye the entire conversation. Yep, I believe it. No, he's he has a serious like uh, he's he has a reputation of being an asshole. Do you ever hear yeah. the Chris Chelios story? Story. Uh, uh, Chris Chelios, he play he was playing. He, he's older in the league at this point. They're going to play in a Winter Classic. His whole family comes out or whatever. He dresses he dresses or whatever. I think it's the first shift or he's about to go out there for the first shift and tells him, no, you're, you're, you're done for You're not playing tonight or something like that. Literally like oh, okay. he's, he dresses, but tells him he's yeah. not playing. His family came out. So he, he so Chris is like, all right, fuck you. Then I'm going to sit there and crush beers or whatever. He's sitting there behind the bed. The trainer's going to get him beers. Babcock yeah. told him to go on like later on. I think it was like garbage time or whatever. Charlie said, no, go fuck yourself. I ain't going, yeah. I'm not going out there. And yeah. basically walked out. And then he, he healthy scratched uh, Mike Madonna. I think it was supposed to be Mike Madonna's one thousandth game. Scratched him for, and I don't think right. he ever played his thousandth. I think it was like the last game of the year. Um, 
He's just a raging asshole. Yeah. Basically. It's definitely not like the Keith Handel. <laughs> right. Yeah, Iron yeah, Man right. streak. Yeah, At least exactly. Madonna kind of Different. like uh, deserved that, you know? Yeah. Deserved to play the thousandth game. Right, yeah. Like it's, all, you know, a great player, Hall of Famer. Going One to of the play greatest American skater, right, American yeah. hockey players ever. Going to play his 1,000th game, and the last game of the season, he gets fucking healthy scratch for it. Yeah. Um, He made uh, Johan Franzen basically hate the game of hockey, and, like, anytime you bring up Babcock's name to him, he, like, gets, like, PTSD. Like, he <laughs> just has a reputation of just like war, making yeah. players hate the game. Like, he's just an asshole. War flashbacks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, anything else before we get out of here? No man, uh, you know. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the next. While you're wrapping it up, I'll, I'll play the song again. Because yeah. listen, they had to win. They got to play one more time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get here the full thing. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited the next couple weeks to kind of look into the Flyers a little bit. Um, you know, the Sixers start up soon. That's that's going to be another headache. Yep. Yeah. Who's looking forward to that? Yeah, and then we got the Phillies playoff push and. The start of the Eagle season, so yep. excited. Listen, October's the best month of the year. I'll stand by that. When the, when the Phillies are in the playoffs. <laughs> yes, agreed. We have Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, and then Sixers, I guess. Yep, yep. For whoever cares about them. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Union, whenever they play. I don't even know when their season starts and ends, so. <laughs> so, so we're gonna get out of here like us on uh on apple Podcasts and spotify check us out over there uh instagram facebook uh twitter or x whatever it's called now um we're gonna get out of here we'll see everybody not next monday but next tuesday hopefully following an eagles victory see you then